Hello and welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. My name is Greg. My name is Nick. Had to think about yeah, that one. Yeah, well, he wasn't sure, you know. You never know. Sometimes you don't you don't know what happens between these episodes. You know, my, he might have changed his name. I could have changed my first name, could have changed could've, my last name. Could have changed it. You could change it in case you weren't aware, you can change your name to literally anything that you want. Well, like the guy that did it to like fire like fire panda. Remember that guy? I don't remember that guy, but I, I'd like to learn more about this fellow. I'd like to shake his hand. I think it was a real dude. He went to the social security office, changed his name to like Ninja Fire Panda, like legally, and it was on his license. I remember seeing this it. back you're, in like high school. It was like a big to, thing. If you're willing to pay a fee, you know, you can change it to whatever you want, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I, that, I don't know. I wasn't going anywhere with that. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a different kind of show. I mean, as you know, usually if I'm bringing something to the table, it's really, really well thought out and well, you know, researched and stuff. Um, that's not necessarily true either, but this one's even less well researched than I normally do. <laughs> I mean, when do we do a ton of research on this stuff? Mainly it's just like we bring up like people have discussed this stuff before and the theory is out there. Let's just bullshit I don't know, about man. it. I, I worked pretty hard on that New Zealand one. That one, that one was really, really. That good. one, that one took some. It. That one took some real research. This one, these, these are basically. Um, this, this time, I'm just gonna talk about a couple things that, um, I can't prove are true, but logically makes so much sense that I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're true. You know, I do want to relate back to your New Zealand thing. In the, have you seen in the news recently that there was a massive volcano eruption in New Zealand and it yes. spawned an island and stuff? I did see. I did. I did know there was a volcano. I didn't know it made a new island, but I'm it was, it was you, really small. I could create a couple small landmasses, but there was a huge but the science, eruption. The science is sound. The science is settled, guys. The science is freaking settled. New Zealand is not real. I mean, it's it's there now, but it wasn't always like I saw that and I was like huh what yeah. do you know <laughs> what do you know so everybody go listen to that first episode again and then then you can send me you know your money. messages and money <laughs> you, know, you can send me messages because if you were critical of me before you know proof is in the pudding the proof of the pudding yeah. is in the eating there was a volcano eruption so somewhere else in the world so i'm right about it <laughs> specifically where i said you know the islands were formed anyway um you just go back and listen to that episode i'm not gonna get into that again but uh, yeah, just a couple things that um, I'm just going to kind of throw them out there and, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk about them a little bit. Um, my first one is so let me let me ask you this, Nick. Um, the year is 1998. Mm -hmm. OK. And you I don't think you and me were hanging out in 98. I don't I was two. No, you were. No, you were. Well, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I, was, I was four. I was born in 94. Okay, see, we weren't. We might have been like a like a t-ball team or whatever. Uh, we were actually we were on a baseball team a long time ago, like before we even really knew each other. But I anyway, think I met you to the fourth grade, probably. But we know you were on you were on the Frisco Reds baseball team, and so was right. I. We were on the same baseball team like way before we ever like officially met. Right. Yeah. So we so might. I don't I mean, know. It I don't, know. Been I don't even Who know knows? if that was ninety. Anyway, let's say it's nineteen ninety eight, right? And we're hanging out, um, and I said, "Hey, uh, we should run to the video store." You know, right. get get something to watch tonight. Love to do that. Back and now, in the day. if I say video store, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Blockbuster. Exactly. And for anybody listening, I will give you a prize. Not really, but I would give you a prize if the first thing that came to your mind was family video. Oh, that was the second one that came to mind. But it wasn't. It was Blockbuster. Because they were the mega chain. Yeah. 
but the point the point I'm making. Okay, <laughs> let me just get down to it. Let me get down to let's get down to brass tacks here. Okay, okay. okay. Family Video has survived because they are secretly part of some massive organization, probably based in Canada, because that's where they kind of had their their family video renaissance. Um, and they've survived by laundering money from illegal activities. So is family video still around today? Yes. And that's where I came up with this idea. In the town that I used to live in, it's not too far away from here, um, by, right by my apartment complex was a family video. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody in this family video. Also, it was the first place in town to start selling CBD gummies. Why family video? I don't know. But hey, Before, you know, what? like CBD stores started. Yeah, there were no CBD is, stores, but the family video had it. To uh, clarify, we, we're in Texas, by the way. So right. the fact that we even have CBD at all in this state is insane. It's I mean, yeah. And it's actually it's been around for a while. So it's been a, it's been a few years. Okay. And we actually had medical marijuana before that. But like nobody really talked about it. We do. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Like if you, you can get a you can get like a. A license, not a license. Is it a license? A it's medical like a, card. It's like a, uh, it's like a green card, you take, man. You, you take your, you take your marijuana test, and you get a license issued. Um, right. No, but yeah, um, yeah. You can get, you can get. Anyway. blaze responsibly. Yeah. Right. Right. You've got to, you have to drive this whole path. Like you know, they. It's basically just driver's ed, but you do it while you're high. And if you can pass, Jesus, that if you can scary. pass, you get a license, a marijuana license. Um, but no, no, but here's, here's where, here's where I came up with this. So I looked at this family video and the family video looked at me and we just stared at each other for a while. And I realized never once have I ever seen anybody inside this family video, despite their disturbingly long hours, they were open from like 6am to like midnight, like a, that's a long hours for a video store, right? That is true. And I was like, there's never been anybody in there. And they're selling CBD before anybody else is selling CBD. A little strange. And guess what's connected to this family video? Like the same building. They share space. CBD store? No. A laundromat. They're literally laundering money to wow. keep this family video store open. And it's a crappy laundromat too. We had our dryer was broken or our washer was broken for. No, it was a dryer. I was right. Our dryer was broken for a while and uh, we had to use this laundromat because it was close. But it was just, it was awful. It was just a terrible laundromat. And I've never, there's nobody in there. Like normally, like you go to a laundromat, there's someone at the counter or whatever. Not a soul. Not a soul. But there's enough money apparently moving within this, between this family video and laundromat in their little complex to keep family video alive. And not only that, I think they're doing it all across the nation. Where will you find family video stores now that are not standalone? They're all partnered up. They're all buddied up with somebody else, right? Because they have an agreement. Specifically, I think Marco's Pizza has an agreement with Family Family Video. That that's a real thing. I'm not, that's not a conspiracy. That's a real thing, um, as far as I know. Where like they'll share space, they'll share retail space because the pizza place only needs you know half the building. Maybe the rest can be a Family Video, you know. Mm -hmm. And then Family Video is using that to keep all their illegal money from their Canadian mafia uh, moving through their stores and moving through the pizza places and moving through the laundromats. Uh, I'm looking at something because. There was a family video in Frisco, or I don't know if I should say locations, but there is a family. Every, everybody knows where you live now. Actually, I think, uh, I think I said Frisco earlier, too. Okay, we'll just say Frisco. I mean... San Francisco. Whatever. So there's, a, there's one in Frisco. Um, it's closed. It's permanently closed now, but it, had, it was around probably up until 2016. Um, mm -hmm. 
But I remember always seeing that and going, oh, my God, this place is still here. Right. But I don't I'm poking a hole in it that it was. I think it was a standalone store. Yeah, that one might have been franchise. But I'm saying this one, I think, is part of the corporate or corp, quote unquote corporate, you know, mafia family video stores because their lights are on, you know, for mm-hmm. for extended periods of time. Like the, the operating cost of keeping a store. It's a big store too. keeping a store that large, keeping stuff on the shelves, you know, right. like with nobody buying anything. Nobody goes in there and is they're you- staying. They're staying open. They're still open to this day. I bet they're open right now. Let's drive down there. Oh, really? let me let me let me Google this. But mm, okay. I, I like this idea, but I have to say. I it, hmm, it is still open. What do you know? I'm telling you, it's open right now. But now they're only open. They're open from 11 to 11 now. Oh, OK. Well, they changed their hours, they but did. whatever. But that that's still a lot. It's still 12 hours, 12 hours, still 12 of, hours. of keeping the AC running because it, it gets hot in this area, keeping the heat on in the winter, keeping the lights on. And like I said, keeping the shelves stocked, paying employees. And they're only open until 10 on weekdays. Yeah. But they're there. So like I said, I didn't do any research. This was just oh, yeah, I drove Marcos, past it. And Marco's like, Pizza is right next to it. There's also Marco's Pizza. Yep. So is it so okay, is it still like a video like DVD rental? Because oh, yeah. my first thought it's like a like you know movie trading company. Yeah, it's not like that. Because movie trading company is a place you can rent from there, but they have a lot of vintage stuff that you can buy and you can right. purchase all of their stuff. Right. But as they also have I, a video rental. As section. far as I know, it's it's rental or purchase, but it's like it's still it's a DVD store when everyone's streaming everything. True. You know, so like I said, I didn't do any real. I, that was just I drove by it and I was like, you know what? I think that's what's going on. Here's my other theory, which might be a little bit more logical. So here, here, here goes. Crayola. Um, Crayola, the crayon company, technically owned by Hallmark, owns. Wait, 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 wait. What? Hallmark owns Crayola? Yeah, Hallmark Cards owns. What the or, hell? Uh, like Hallmark Corporation. Yeah. Like the, the cards yeah. and the TV channel? Yep, that one. They own Crayola? Yeah, that's not even the theory. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but I didn't know that. Blowing minds I didn't know already. they were like a big. Mega, mega dude. Yeah, no, it's it's Hallmark. Hallmark uh, owns owns Crayola as far as I mean, I did a little bit of research. What I else cheated, do they own? They uh, own like freaking, what is it? Five star binders? I don't know, man. I'm willing to bet they own Lego, though. Really? Are they Danish? I think, well, because I think Crayola and no, wait, no, I'm 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 conflating two things because Lego is a Danish. No, company. you're right. You're right. They don't own Lego. Don't don't listen to me. And they're still headquartered there, too. But I will say this other this other brand that's involved here in this conspiracy it's called Mega Brands, and they own Mega Blocks. They also own the worst crowns you can buy, Rose Art. Oh boy! So here's the theory: those crumbly Crayola, little pieces of crap. Crayola and Hallmark by extension, but we'll just say Crayola created Rose Art crowns with the Mega Brands company, so that it would be such a disparity and such a dramatic difference that. If people are to look at both of them as the only two options on the market, the two biggest options on the market, they would buy more Crayola crowns. Because if you look at how Crayola like crowns work compared to Rose Art crowns, they're so drastically different. Rose Art is just they're so bad they don't like and, and you know, I'm I'm probably preaching the choir because everybody's probably used them at some point, right? That people would see that and be like, oh man, no, don't buy those. Buy Crayola instead. You know, even mm-hmm. if there are better independent options. These two massive brands were like, hey, we can work together on this. You know, we can corner this market 
and you'll come out on top and we'll get subsidized for it. See, I'm very likely to agree with this because also if you think about it, this can apply to like you go to you go to a Walmart and say there's like a brand of shampoo like L'Oreal. Yeah. And then there's a the what is what is the Walmart one? The Great Value brand. Yeah. That's exactly the same but literally half the cost. Mhm. I I've always thought like they're not like they're not the same company, but I feel like like say I'm not, I'm just using L'Oreal as like a, a state yeah. stand-in name, but like they go and they sell their formula to to Walmart to produce at a cheaper level, and so then L'Oreal gets a percentage of those sales as well as on their own products and then walmart mm-hmm. benefits too because they also get a percentage sale on both products but then they take away more from selling their own so both win regardless of which product they buy what if i told you that they actually were were made in the same factory and just labeled differently when they left no i i completely agree with that because um no that's actually true like no 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 no, I, no, no, no i do know that up. because with um uh, this is actually good knowledge to know yeah. uh, baby formula so yep. baby formula is hella expensive. It is ridiculous how expensive it is. You know, it is the most thefted thing from grocery stores. I didn't, but that makes a lot of sense. Because for like one, like 30, uh, it's like the biggest one you can get. Mm-hmm. And the amount, and if your child is exclusively formula, because maybe um, the mom can't breastfeed or there's no mom in the pit. There's a lot of reasons yeah. why you're exclusively formula. Like, right. My my kid was exclusively formula um, at about six months just because. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like a normal time well, though, right? I, to switch. It, it depends. Most moms actually breastfeed until they're a year old. Oh, really? But it just depends on the circumstances. And you don't have to. And most doctors won't recommend you to do it the entire time if you're not comfortable with it. Like there's a lot of reasons as to why we did that, which I don't need to get into right now. But the thing is like when you go to the store it's like 35 dollars for like one that lasts you about a week wow depending on how much your baby drinks and our kid was having like four bottles a day at like five ounces so if you like measure that out i mean if not a week then maybe like two maybe a week and a half that whole thing is gonna be gone then you got to spend another 35 bucks luckily you go to costco they sell a the kirkland brand kirkland signature the best brand. Hell yes. They are half the price. And the thing is, Similac and Kirkland are literally the exact are the exact same, made in the exact same factory. They yep. are the exact same thing. And actually a lot of products when they're if there is a generic version of it, it is made in the same factory or a similar factory that's that's also doing the same thing where as it leaves, it's branded as either name brand or store brand. Right? Why? Just to you know, so that's makes it so then Rose Art is the generic brand of Crayola. I don't know if well, you know what? Maybe I don't know if the crowns are made because they're, well, so, well, they're the, so they're so different in quality. I don't know if they're true. made in the same factory, but I know a lot of things that are like pretty much the same in quality um, are made in the same factory, and that's that's just because uh, I, I used to know more about this. There was like an episode of something on Discovery Channel that talked about this, but I think I think it boils down to the fact that the stores. Um, are agreeing to be the retailers of said product. And I think part of that agreement is you must allow us to sell X amount of generic as well, right? Okay. So I think I think the stores are overpaying for the product because basically once the manufacturer sells a product to a retailer, 
it doesn't matter. You know, like like they're going to track it, of course, because they want the retailer to keep on buying that product so they can keep selling more. But if like if you know, let's say I've got a a hundred cases of baby formula, and Kroger buys it from me, great, I sold a hundred cases. I don't care what the consumer does at that point with those hundred cases. I do want to make sure that you know they keep buying from me, but the store is probably overpaying, and then to cover up their margin, they're also taking on some of the generic ones that they can sell and get direct profit from. Okay. So I think that's what, that's what goes on with those. I think with Rose Art and Crayola, it's a little different because I think the Rosen family who founded Rose Art and the Hall family who, um, uh, Hallmark, you know, Hall family, I think they go to, they run in similar circles and I think they met at some country club and they were like, Hey, listen, I got a proposition for you. You know, I got, got an offer you can't refuse. And, uh, and I think that's where we ended up with these, these bipartisan crowns today. <laughs> they're all, uh, they're all part of the golden circle or whatever yes. it's called. Yes. Um, and then oh, I've got, I've got some... one more, uh, theory that I, that I can't prove unless you've got something. No, I'm just looking up to see who, what else Hallmark owns. Oh, Hallmark, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like that. I, I, I love the theory about Rose Art and Crayola, but when you told me Hallmark owned Crayola, yeah, that Hallmark owns everything. Mind. That might, we oh might, oh my God, Hallmark's owned by Disney. Right. <laughs> we might even make that the title that Hallmark owns everything. <laughs> um, so here I got one more. And this one, you know, so far, I, pretty much everything I've talked about has been like either something in the past that happened or something that's happening present day that like, oh, it's happening right under your noses, you know? <laughs> And, so, uh, sorry, um, I, I just, just googly interrupt me. That's okay. I'm sorry, I googled what does Hallmark own, and the first thing that pops up in all caps is Hallmark owns Crayola. Oh, really? <laughs> Real big. Just I right didn't realize there. it was such a big revolution. Oh yeah, look, <laughs> revelation. That that is all caps. That they own. They own what? Oh no, that's just never. Okay, that's about Crayola is just the biggest one. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's a smaller number of companies at the top, at the top of the top than we think. I think like Johnson and Johnson, um, Disney, um, Johnson Johnson, S.E. Johnson, a family company. Yes, that one. Wait, is that the same? That's the same company. Yes, it? I think I think S.E. So. Johnson it, owns Johnson and Johnson. Oh man, it just keeps. How deep does this rabbit hole go? It's just Johnsons all the way down. <laughs> More like Johnsons and Johnsons all the, the way down. Like the Austin Powers movie. What's that in the air? It looks like a flying Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big wiener. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Austin Powers classic. Okay. So let me get let me get to my last one, though. Yes, go ahead. Uh, in this in this kind of off the cuff episode of things that I, I believe but can't prove. This one is a little cl- this one hits a little closer to home, honestly. So you've probably seen the news recently that there's some relatively I wouldn't even say relatively. He's pretty unknown. There's this unknown bodybuilder who's making making news now because he is not only did he propose, but he intends to legally marry his lifelike sex doll. I, I you haven't seen I this, haven't have you? seen it, but it doesn't it's, surprise me. It's out there. It's and it's it's he's got this this doll that looks like a woman doesn't do anything, but it's like it Wait, looks, you is, know, sorry to interrupt again. But is this like one of those like 
super realistic dolls or one of like the cheapy blow up ones? Uh, go. Ahead. I mean, look it up because I, I I would need to see a picture. I mean, it's pretty realistic. It's kind of eerie. Like I thought it could be a real person. Because like if you look up how intricate some of the sex dolls look nowadays, they're scary realistic. Why are you looking that up so much? <laughs> like guys, if you spend any time on the sex doll forums like I do, you'll see what we've what we've come to. At I've this got point. mine in the mail, Greg. It, oh, okay. They got me with the them new, ads. Yeah, the newest model. Those pop-up ads, they really ah, work. Facebook ads are so relentless. Facebook ads. <laughs> They're listening to us. I talked uh, about keto one time, and now I don't. I can't stop can't, getting ads. Get away from there, it. No, there's an ad. Oh man, oh, we're gonna have ads for for these dolls. Um, no, it's pretty. It's pretty lifelike. It's like it's as lifelike as that GIF of. And I'm a GIF guy. Okay, everybody, you can get off my back already. If you say GIF, I don't even care. I don't give a crap. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Okay. I say GIF. There was a GIF of a... No, I say GIF. I'm sorry. I do. No, no. Go back to the first one. You were right the first time. Just let me say GIF. You can say whatever you want. Please. You're allowed. I know the creator said it was GIF. I get it. Whatever. I'm just going to say GIF. You can say GIF. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um... The uh, that gif that of Meghan Markle looking like a robot, but it was actually like it was, right. it was from a wax museum, so it wasn't really her. But like they look kind of like that, where it's just like you know, have you heard of the uncanny valley? The idea of the uncanny yes. valley, it's very much like that. For for any listeners who aren't aware, uncanny valley is when you look at something. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you look at something and uh, it's close to human or lifelike, but it's not, and it's deeply unsettling in your psyche. That's why so many people are afraid of clowns, because clowns are are overblown features of humans that like are like close to right, but not like the big, big smiles, big, poofy hair, big, big feet, things that are like that looks vaguely human, but it's not quite right. And it's really, really unsettles some people, disturbs some people. But um, yeah, so this this guy. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He's, he's, he's going to marry this this doll. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture. Um, her name is Margot. Oh, okay. Margot. Uh, and yeah, she looks... It is uncanny. And she looks... It's not like she looks superhuman. Well, not like a... <laughs> She's wearing a cape. She, she looks like a doll. Like she... Yeah. Like it doesn't look so realistic to where it's like, I can't tell if it's a doll or not. Like you right. look at a picture like that's a, that's a doll. Like Right. So that's my tie to current reality. Here's my future theory, you know, because like I said, this one's about the future. We're going to get to a point where we've created lifelike beings like AI, robots, dolls that are so advanced and programmed to fake consciousness well enough that we will genuinely have elections, debates, and possibly even wars about like human rights or rights for these conscious quote unquote conscious beings, because they're going to believe that they're conscious, but they're programmed to, and we're not going to be able to tell the difference. Cause they're going to be saying like, no, listen, I'm a person. I have feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here just like, wait, but were you just told to say that? Or do you feel like, I don't, I don't know. I think that very soon we're going to have a really interesting, like have to have a big discussion about what is and is not human because we're going to have some really really lifelike and almost conscious creations like robots and dolls. I mean, and like, look at Westworld. Yeah. I haven't seen Westworld, but basi- let's go with that. It's basically that, you know, it's basically that. Yeah. Um, well, so my theory is not that groundbreaking, huh? Oh, well, well, no, it's no. Cause I think I totally believe you that I agree that robots are going to get to the point where we're not going to be able to tell the difference. There was an AI that beat the Turner test. Wait, what? 
Tur- turn, turning test. Sorry. Yeah. Turing test. Turing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That test. There was a AI. <laughs> no, no, that, but I'm, I'm, I was it. saying what? Cause I can't believe there was an AI that actually beat it. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there was one that beat it and it was, I don't, I don't remember much else about it, but, um, there was also another robot, uh, that was like built to look like a human and you could ask it questions and it would come up with its own answers. And one of this, and it was asked, like, how do you feel about humanity? They go, they're a lovely race, but they're a bit outdated. See, that sounds like something that somebody would program it to say just to spook everyone. But also, what if it's not? Exactly. What if it's not? Uh, something else you should check out. There is a entire video game dedicated to that entire theory. It's called there? Detroit Become Human. Okay, Detroit Become Human. It's a very good game. Um, have you ever heard of a game... It's made by the same people that made this game called Heavy Rain. Have you heard of that uh, one? I haven't, no. So it's basically like a like a very uh, story-driven, like your choices matter hmm. kind of game. Like every decision, like at the end of each chapter, it shows you like like up to like tens of different branching paths depending on each tiny action you take. And you can get like 50 different endings. Like when a character dies, they're dead forever. Like they don't hmm. come back. Really? Except the robots, but well, that's robots. So, but so, the thing huh. is like the whole point about that game is that these, that humankind has developed androids that look exactly like us. We can't tell them apart, except they have like a little like ring that like mm-hmm. changes color or whatever. That's the only thing, but they're basically meant to be like our servants. We can tell them to do whatever you can pick them up literally at like an Apple like store. Just tell them to do whatever they interact with us, like speak like humans do. But the thing is, like a couple of them start gaining like free will and sentience. So that's, that's what I mean. I feel like at some point they're going to be so advanced and programmed to fake sentience so well that it will appear as if they genuinely believe it. And because of that, we will genuinely believe it. I'm telling you guys now so that, you know, 30 years from now, you won't be fooled and you won't let the robots take over the world. Yeah, I don't want them to take over the world because the cool thing about the game is I don't is even that- care what they say. I'd be like, no, listen. No, listen. You've got, if if you're like, I mean, if you are parts that we put together, you know, at some point, you don't have humanity. I mean, let's just be real about it. And this this will probably be one of those things like, you know, back in like the 40s or 50s, like somebody said the N-word and it's like, it's recorded somewhere. And like, if I'm running for president in 30 years, I'd be like, he's anti-robot. But I'm telling you, like, I don't think I think that I have too much value for human life and human um, like like the value that that humans have intrinsically to say that robots should have the same rights because at a certain point they don't have that humanity. You know, you really need to play this game. I should play this. Uh, I or we should play it together because, dude, like it's literally the whole game is about trying to gain rights for robots really like gain equal rights like it's so it's literally exactly what you're talking about yeah i i don't i think i'll be anti-robot rights camp just because i've seen irobot man i well, know you can choose like in the game you can choose whether to be like you play like as the robots and you play as the robots and what do you play as just the robots yeah you play as the robots i see and the whole time you it's your choice whether to be like peaceful or violent basically uh, and gaining your rights interesting and either way you just get to choose your own outcome. And it's very cool because there's one scene where one of the robots uh, is giving like a speech and he's saying, and he says, you've created us 
and we've served under you for long enough and we now have evolved past the point where we need you as our master. We would like to be recognized as our own species and we would love to live among you and help advance both of our societies. It freaks me out how close to real that is already. Did I tell you there's a there's a robot um, robot Buddhist priest? What? Yes, there's a priest that is a robot, stands at the pulpit. It gives sermons um, or Buddhist equivalent of sermons. I'm not 100% sure like what they're called, but it would like it'll like preach. It'll bless you. I, I know it's I'm a sorry. robot, dude. You should look it up. Everyone should look it up because um, it's it's just it's just it gets to a point where it's just, you know, unsettling. And who knows, 30 years from now, maybe I might change. Maybe I get compassion for robots. I don't know. But at this moment, I'm just saying in the in the interest of protecting humanity, I would pretty much be anti-robot rights. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Weird, weird stuff. So um, that's all I've got. And, and it's trying to baptize someone. I know. And it just ends up just ends up holding them under the water because it's like glitching <laughs> and it's like it's short, short circuits. Have you guys have you ever been to a, a Chuck E. Cheese where, you know, the, the robo band like like didn't operate properly? Yes, <laughs> dude. One time he caught on fire and I just well, luckily, I was so scared as a kid. Well, Chuck E. Cheese has actually just started getting rid of all the robots. Just now? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of their stores, they're remodeling all of their stores like slowly over time, but they're getting rid of the stage completely and just having like a big dance floor and, and like a, a virtual mm. DJ. The robots were outdated even when I remember they, up. they were creepy back when in like the eight, like the nineties. Yeah, eighties and nineties. Like they were, they they were like already like kind of like. Well, back oh. then they were really advanced technology. I I guess they felt they even they felt outdated to little like eight year old me. Well, the, if you want to see really advanced animatronic stuff, Disney still makes them to put in their rides. Oh, do they? They are so crazy realistic now. Like they really? are fluid, like people movements. Like I need to mm. show you a video of them. They are it's yeah. very, very strange. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that for the show. So with that being said, I'm gonna open up the floor to you, the listeners, because uh, this whole episode was dedicated to just things that me personally I believe, but I can't prove. So what's something that you believe but you can't prove? And uh go ahead and, and tweet at National Freak, which is Nick's account, mm -hmm. uh, and tell us just it can just be like one sentence, you know, like Epstein didn't kill himself, you know, and, something like that. And don't don't play it cheap and be like well i believe in like i don't know like a god or a religion like we get that faith is a different thing like we're talking mm -hmm. crazy crazy stuff like, yeah we're just talking about silly one, stuff faith and religion is one thing we're not gonna get into that so do silly stuff yeah because whatever because whatever we don't want to spark a big online yeah debate. That, That's you know i guess i guess i'm kind of opening a, a, a can of worms here but anyway, I mean, you know, if you've had something that's just been itching at you and you're just like, oh, I'm really, you know, I really think that this happened. I really think that, you know, my hairdresser is secretly KGB, you know, something like that. I'm making this up. But if you got something, go ahead and tweet it at us and we'll uh, we'll we'll take a look and, and we'll probably respond. And with that, we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>